that, you know, that this show is on, mm-hmm. and they don't seem to leave, so, you know, clearly they listen to the show they deserve. <laughs> I guess that's true. People choose to listen to this. Can we some reason, my- anything else? <laughs> yeah, well, well, Ben, keep listening, because I've said this before and I've said it again. My goal with this show is to get big enough so that when I finally buy a house and have to deal with an HOA, I can employ Scientology mm-hmm. tactics. Hmm. Like, just any problem. Like, I want it to, mm-hmm. you know, the show could just get big enough that when I have to deal with an HOA board, I could just tell them, you know, I'll say your address on the next episode and see what happens. Oh, I got, okay. Like, I gotcha. Like, using yeah, our yeah, position to, like, use, yeah. for, like, implicit threat, threats of violence, you know? Sure. You don't, I, we just need our listeners you don't to, already to carry do it that? out. On our, well, it's, it doesn't, you know, I mean, our, our listeners right now, I mean, I, you guys are you guys are a force to be reckoned with, but you're not a large enough force yet. So, so I, no, the two things I need mm-hmm. you guys to do is tell the is tell your friends about this show. Number one, uh, mm-hmm. you know, share it on social media, share it with your friends, and number two, radicalize yourselves a bit. You know, okay, for us. <laughs> All right, yeah, I I guess I can anticipate a day where. Uh, you know, the, the uh, waiter at IHOP forgets my side order of sausage and I have to, I have now, then I, in that case, I would have more ammunition than I'm going to leave a shitty Yelp review. It's that. Why would you? Why would, I can, who, I'll blast, you know, I can. Uh, I, I have a few thoughts about this one, Jason, but my main yeah. one is who is leaving or looking at a Yelp review for IHOP? <laughs> My anyway. dad, for one. <laughs> <laughs> International House of Pancakes seems a bit too uh, foreign for right. me. Right. I'll go. I'll, is, why don't you yeah. take me to an a hop? Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, as you guys can you hear from A-Hop. the incredible, yeah. incredible comedy <clears throat> coming through your ears, this is Underworld News tonight. I'm Andrew Michaels. I am joined, as always, by my co-host. Uh, he's best known for the founder of the extremely controversial Fuck the Troops Support the Comedy Podcasters campaign, Jason mm-hmm. Strong. Yeah, did not go well. Yeah, I I, I said it wasn't a good idea. Yeah. Appreciate the no, exuberance, we're... though. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, yeah. what we do on this show is we talk to you guys about the weird, wacky, and wild news of the week. What you guys do is listen to the show, which you're already doing. Good job. Uh, two other things you guys can do if you want to be involved with the show is I'm gonna be, I leave a Spotify question in every show. You can find that if you're listening on Spotify, and I'll also say it whenever I think about it while we're talking. Uh, you guys could answer that, um, and if they're funny, I'll read them on the show next episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then number two, every episode on Spotify as well, you got a poll. What's your favorite story? You should vote in that poll because then I'll talk to Jason about it and I'll be like, hey, mm-hmm. this story is people don't like this type of story. They like that type of story. You know right. what? You Maybe you guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Maybe I, I don't want to come on too strong. And Jason, you can let me know if I'm being like not nice to our audience today because, you know, well, I, that I ship, feel like yeah, that, that ship has sailed already. All right. Well, anyway, uh, <laughs> so I, I guess at that point, why don't you fucking guys, honestly, honestly, instead of fucking sitting on your ass, listening to fucking podcasts all day, why don't you get involved and fucking be part of the change. Don't start a competing podcast, but be part of the change that you want to see by voting in the Spotify question. Get it, you know, be proactive. Okay. Well, Can't just come yeah. from 
our ample podcasting teats. I guess I'm just grateful that that people listen at all, and I'm not. I'm ha- I'm content with that. I'm more than more than thrilled. Uh, you don't really have to do anything else. Um, but uh, no. thanks. <laughs> you know what I'm not thrilled by, Jason. You know what I'm not thankful for. Oh, uh, what's what, what is it today? <laughs> the worst. What what would you say the worst crime you could commit is? Oh man. Whew. Um I don't know. Uh I think um Yeah. Yeah, you know, I that's hard to even like articulate. <laughs> well, you know, I can articulate it in a pretty small number of words. Copyright mm. infringement of a small comedy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because if you'll remember a number of episodes ago. Okay. I'm not gonna fucking check back how many. You guys for no. some reason listen to this show. I, I couldn't I could never. Uh mm-hmm. I made a joke at the beginning of the show. A daring joke. A groundbreaking mm-hmm. joke about yeah. what if the film Wonka mm-hmm. starring Timothy Chalamet. Mm-hmm. What if that movie was weird and unsettling? Mm-hmm. Do you remember uh, this? Yeah. I sang a little song, did a I little do, bit. Actually, yeah, no, yeah, I, I remember. You know, that. it was it was funny. It was original. It was mm-hmm. groundbreaking. Nobody had ever thought of something no. like this before. Yeah. yeah, just yeah. Well, this story is according to Forbes. You know, I was reading it this morning. Just I, I got to check up on the investment portfolio. You know how it sure. is. Sure, yeah, Forbes. Uh, yeah, I read yeah, it. I, yeah, daily. I don't know how often does it come out. The <laughs> weekly. I, I, I read it during my weekly bidet and cigar. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the time. It recently, I recently got banned from the Delta Lounge for it, so I don't know where I'm gonna get that from now on. So, uh, yeah. But before that ban, this is from Forbes. Mm-hmm. Glasgow. Is it Glasgow or Glasgow? <laughs> I think I've always heard Glasgow, but Glasgow. I have no means an authority. Yeah, Glasgow. Willy Wonka experience. Mm-hmm. This this headline says unite the internet in laughter, but really it was quite uh, unsettling. This is a story by Danny DePlacido. Uh It's a senior contributor. Mm. Uh, senior contributor to a business magazine. They have been studying business journalism their whole life, and they're writing about right. the... Uh, Glasgow, the, or maybe what? the Glasgow Willy Wonka experience. I'm going to say Glasgow, it's right. easier. The Glasgow okay. Willy Wonka experience, uh, mm-hmm. doing kind of shit. Uh, well, who, so, who else? I mean, you got to send your best guy. You got to send your top, <laughs> top dog. And yeah. unfortunately, they just found out Cronkite's, Cronkite's dead. Uh, mm-hmm. So this was advertised as a Willy Wonka experience. Uh, it was advertised using some AI-generated imagery uh, that looked like absolute shit, uh, mm-hmm. including which included the phrases "cat-gating." I'm sorry, I can't actually say this right. Cat-gating. I think it's supposed to say "captivating," but it says "cat-gating." C A T G. So, so the the AI-generated image they shared. We're gonna put it on our Instagram. It's like clearly a fake picture of like a clown holding a balloon and like surrounded no. by candy. It's very it, it doesn't look good. Like just picture that shit, no. right? 
And then they yeah. have like the things they say there. The first one, the first one, we're, we're on the first word. Cat, C-A-T, G-A-C-A-T-I-N-G. Cat-gacating. Cat-gacating. Before we even get to the event, uh-huh. I ask you two questions because the big thing about this event, spoiler alert, children left crying. It seemed, mm-hmm. it was at the very least mentally unsafe and it's going to get real crazy. We're going to really get into this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But the, my first question is, do you know what cat-gacating is? Would you go to, to an event that promised cat-gacating? Man, that's a tough question. Um, I guess I guess I, w- I would have to know more about the uh, AI image used to, used to sell it. It's a clown. He's holding a balloon lollipop that has, mm-hmm. it looks like a big booby lady drawn in the Hercules vase art style. Like, if, if there was, if the, if the Hercules okay. McDonald's cups were like old timey mm-hmm. porn cartoons that probably are how you had your sexual awakening. Like picture yeah, a combination 100%. of those two mm-hmm. uh, and you'll get the idea. There's a unicorn mm-hmm. famous from Willy Wonka. Of course. Two two lollipops, one of which is not attached to a string and clearly melting. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. A teddy bear that looks like it has shoulder pads. Okay. Ice cream and drums. It, it, I mean, I don't know how else to describe this, Jason. I know the the, the audience but, doesn't like me going too deep on image no, no, descriptions, no. but I, yeah, it's I don't I didn't read the book, the Roll Roll Doll book. Um, I've seen a uh, big fan of the movies, particularly the uh, Gene Wilder. I don't. There wasn't clowns in it, were there? I don't, I don't remember think a, so, single, no. a single clown from either of the. Uh, Oh, no, uh, I think uh, I think I've I mean I, I think that in the uh in Great Glass Elevator it gets established that after Willy Wonka became uh Chocolate King, he did uh institute a clown genocide, unfortunately. Oh wow. <laughs> no, that sort of tracks for uh Roald Dahl. Yeah, yeah. Um I <clears throat> Yeah. Uh no, please continue. Yeah, it, it already sounds bonk. It's not even things I associate with yeah, so next... Willy Wonka at all. It all it says live performances, uh, you know, okay. that's a that's a nebulous term. Live mm-hmm. performances always ask from whom, because right. you can see a live performance, mm-hmm. you know, you could see a live performance at any bus station in the country. I was right going to say, yeah, two two rats scurry across the floor. Live, performance. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, live animal performance. <laughs> Next. Karchi Tons. I think it's supposed to say catchy tunes, but it says Karchi. Karchi. C-A-R-T-C-H-Y. Tons. T-U-N-S. Mm-hmm. And then next. Exerserdray. E-X-A-R-S-E-R-D-R-A-Y. This sounds like a medication that to treat, but also simultaneously cause anal leakage. Exerserdray right. lollipops. Oh, no. A pasadice yeah. of uh-huh. sweet teats. Nice. I'm not having a stroke on I the could. air. Mm-hmm. This is what the image says. I swear to you, this is what it says. I could, I could, I could always go for a uh, uh, pasadice of sweet teats. Yeah. Uh, now, a lot of images have gone viral. First off, this is clearly like some weird stage art, like you know, kind of nice, like sculptures of like mushrooms and stuff. Just like haphazardly thrown into a warehouse. Um, okay. One of the images you might have seen that went viral. Again, they're all going to be on our Instagram. 
uh, is a, what looks like an Oompa Loompa meth lab. I don't know how else to describe it. It's oh, supposed right. to be Oompa Loompas making candy, but it's two Oompa but Loompas it's... sitting by what seems to must be intentionally a meth lab. Like I, I right. don't, like I don't know how else to think of it as anything else. Right, right. It, it looks like a like a high school chemistry class. As if it, I'm recalling the right image, like there is nothing whimsical. <laughs> it was it was where it. it was where whimsy dies. Yes. Um, this event's been described as fire festival for kids, which seems a bit dramatic because you know they were like stuck on an island in fire festival, so that like you right. know was a bit different. Like overnight, the kids could just leave the warehouse, uh, or else this would be a very different story that we probably wouldn't mm-hmm. cover. Um. So the actress who played the this is from another story I think the version in People the actress okay. who played the one of the Oompa Loompas Kirsty Patterson you know all mm-hmm. the actors who were hired for this shit who by the way like seem to have done as best as they can to not make this terrible for kids uh right. you know she said that one of the things that happened was uh you know when she got there and was given her Oompa Loompa costume it wasn't an Oompa Loompa costume it was a Halloween novelty sexy Oompa Loompa costume oh. And it doesn't seem to be, like, that exposed. Like, it doesn't seem that bad, because, like, how do you do a sexy Oompa Loompa? It's just kind of one that shows, like, shoulders and a lot of leg. I guess, Uh, yeah. (laughs) So, you know, it's not that bad, but it's not great. Um, And and the harness for the strap-on, of course, I assume. A hundred percent, yes. But but that's from the books. Right. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> if only fucking Hugh Grant would have done it in the new movie. Uh, but yeah, she she suspects that the script was AI generated. Um, the actor who played Willy Wonka definitely agreed. That's performer Paul Connell, uh, who talked mm-hmm. about the best part of this show, which was something called The Unknown. Uh, okay. Do you remember The Unknown from Willy Wonka from any of the movies or the books or any? I mean, you didn't read the books. I did not read the book. Yeah, I, uh, I forgot that you learned to read at 39. You did mm-hmm. tell me that. But. I, I, yeah, yeah. I was a little late to the reading game. It, it's yeah. just a fad. It's, it's, it's overrated. My, yeah, my parents kept telling me. Um, <laughs> no, I, I don't remember the unknown. Again, I haven't seen the, the most recent, but yeah, I, I don't recall an unknown. Yeah, so uh, this is directly from the script. Uh, this okay. is what the actor playing Willy Wonka had to read. Mm-hmm. There is a man. We don't know his name. We know him as the Unknown. The Unknown is an evil chocolate maker who lives in the walls. Wow. An uh, evil an evil chocolate maker who lives in the walls. How, right. How would that even... What? Isn't the Does point make... of being an evil chocolate maker... <sighs> not to get too dark, right? But the point of being an evil chocolate maker is... That you don't have to pay kids if you just threaten to cut their feet and hands off if they don't get you cocoa, and then you use that to buy a mansion so you don't have to live in the fucking walls, right? Right. Right. I mean... If I... And, and is he... Is... An e- it, does the word evil describe the chocolate maker? Or does the word evil describe the chocolate that he's making? He's making I evil think- chocolate. I think that the word evil describes the chocolate maker because okay. it said he's an evil chocolate maker in the script. Chocolate maker, one word. It's an AI generated script, sure. like very yeah, obviously. Right. Yeah. But sure. it, it would have said evil chocolate maker. 
mm-hmm. if he was if he made evil chocolates. His chocolates okay. may or may not be evil. The important thing is that he himself, as a is, chocolate yeah. maker, is uh-huh. evil, right? Right. Uh, yes. Or she. And, or yeah. she. Women can be evil and chocolate whatever. makers too. We don't know. Or they. Or they. Thank you. One point eight percent non-binary listenership of Underworld yeah. News Couldn't, tonight. You can be an evil chocolate maker if you want to. Yeah. Just go to business school. Anyone. Any of us could. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> easy, <of> us, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't have to work I mean, at no. all. Right. <laughs> yeah. You just have to. Uh, you just have to uh, wave the machete. Um, it's called outsourcing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, so, I do so not when he talks about yeah, yeah so when he talks about the yeah. unknown, uh, a person in what looks like uh, somebody on Twitter just described this as the Baba Duke being there, which I think was funny. But it was a person oh, in man, that, a, what a get that would have been. <laughs> They did not get the Babadook. They got a guy in a black robe with a shitty metal opera mask, like fake metallic opera uh-huh. mask, to jump out and just kind of do an oogity at kids, and then I guess disappear behind the walls and never be seen mm-hmm. again. Like I don't know hmm. what the fuck happens to that. Uh, yeah. So uh, I mean, we're gonna post the pictures. It looks pretty horrible. Uh, my favorite part was definitely the. Me- the meth lab, the Oompa Loompa meth lab, but the unknown is pretty great yes. as well. Um, uh-huh. but you know, I mean, at least unknown, yeah. when I was a kid, like mm-hmm. I still think, all right, I understand crying about the jump scare and there shouldn't be a jump scare. No. In the Willy Wonka immersive experience, unless you're going to put them in the fucking tunnel ride and tell and put like a, this is for right. kids 12 it, and up sign there. Yeah yeah. 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 Like they need to know they're going into that. And all, because also in Willy Wonka, they don't just get jump scared. They either jump in, they either kill themselves like fucking, you know, diabetic lemmings or they go into the log plume. It's more of a, it's more of a body horror. Yeah. (laughs) Once you're, once you're in the, in the uh, factory proper. Exactly. (laughs) It wasn't like, uh, he wasn't like, I need to see if you're ready to run a chocolate factory. Do this fucking maze. I promise the fucking face for the exorcist isn't going to pop up when you get to the ends. (laughs) But no, like, I I do think other than the jump scare, right? It's a bit dramatic to call this like a traumatizing experience. If this is the experience that every kid has, I I can tell you mine. When they realize Mm -hmm. that adults rip people off and especially rip off children because they're idiots Mm -hmm. and their parents will tell them whatever to get them to shut up. And it's easy right. to steal a bunch of a bunch of two to five dollars from kids and make a surprisingly large amount of money a day. Uh, mm-hmm. Mine was at a was at a fair I went to and I was like six or seven and I went through a phase of being like obsessed with space, which I think was really normal. Yeah. And there was a thing mm-hmm. called the see what it's like in a black hole. And you went in mm-hmm. and I think it was just a like tube with like a, with like a, a fucking uh, like projector maybe that just showed like a spinning black with a little bit of light. Yeah, and you just walk yeah, through it I, and get to the end. Familiar, uh-huh. and then uh, my and then my dad looked at another dad and was like, "Well, well, <laughs> we can't get our four dollars back." <laughs> no, I yeah, I know what you're talking about. But as a kid, though, that was did you find it fun? No, I also realized at that moment I had been ripped off, and I didn't know gotcha. that that could happen. But it wasn't like gotcha. traumatizing. No, gotcha, gotcha. It was like, oh, this is a thing that happens in the world. There are scams, you know? Right. Yeah. I, I'm going to say, long, like, uh, if... How, sorry, how long did... Say? No, so... um, Right, okay, so... This company or whatever uh, has this AI-generated 
Willy Wonka-esque script. Yes, which also the actors said they got the day of, and it's 15 pages long, uh, which I don't know if anyone's (laughs) ever acted before, but that's not how Mm -hmm. that works. No. Um, How how long did this event go on for? Was this a a day? uh, I think it was supposed to go on for the weekend. I think it was supposed to go on for a few days, but it was canceled and refunds issued after the first uh the first one uh and a lot of parents immediately left they were obviously very upset about the ai thing and uh Mm -hmm. generally not happy i mean i don't know though like i think the ai thing is like specifically what really pissed people off Mm -hmm. which on the one hand like i get it right and obviously like you know if we had an ai generated episode of this show like it would be shit right but also, like, uh, maybe. I don't... <laughs> and honestly, it, could, it might be might, better. Who might, knows? Might be a step up. <laughs> it, yeah, it could be. Uh, but like, the thing is, though, like, I don't feel like it's that. I don't like. I don't feel like it. Like it's. I don't feel like it's. That's the step that makes it warrant a refund. You know. I don't think that like your kids going to yeah. a shitty little immersive event for kids because they clearly don't have the Wonka license either. That's the other thing, right? Like, right. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, like, certainly not. Yeah. Like if you bought it's your the... kid Transmorphers, no. you don't get right. a refund. No. No. Yeah. That's an interesting point. Like, would it be, would it be more like acceptable if this, gibberish was written by like a human writer right or if it was just like uh or if it was just like you walked into a room with like pictures of chocolate and like shitty purple lights right like right and left right like i i guess i guess the uh the ai component what makes it more egregious is like how just lazy it is very lazy it's it's not like they tried and fell short right whatever this company or whoever put this together, they, they didn't try at all. They clearly did not try at all. And, and it's weird because uh, it seems like yeah. there are clearly individuals who did try because like looking at the event and looking uh-huh. at the website was mostly still up, but a lot of it's been kind of taken down and cleaned up a bit. But like uh, mm-hmm. the, the, like looking at the event in the way that like, some of the other images, there were like, you know, artists worked on like these mushroom sculptures and lollipop sculptures in the, that went in the warehouse. And probably built these things that were in the warehouse and didn't think, man, it's just going to be this shitty fucking warehouse with like my thing in the middle of there with no contacts. And this is going to be fucking this is going to be great when the rest show up. Right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's probably what they were thinking. The actors were like saying, like, yeah, we tried to make this as good for kids as possible. But, you know, like this is what we like. We showed up and this is what we were dealing with. Um, Mm -hmm. Apparently, they were also told that they could give the kids uh half a quarter cup of lemonade and a single piece of chocolate when they left uh-huh yeah that all that all tracks yeah was it so, was it um i guess uh i want now i wonder what brand chocolate it was it doesn't it, it say it certainly this wasn't was, the wonka like because you can buy wonka chocolate right i don't i don't know like about in scotland oh it's, i guess it's, that's true i mean yeah, it's more of a wonka, it's a reverse like it's a the, tie into the movie it's not yeah and the wonka candies are like <clears throat> kind of not very good because what, what like which which candies are the Wonka? i don't even know if they have a chocolate bar oh. they have like the uh nerds what? nerds are the wonka candy right and that's uh, weird it doesn't feel like 
Is that, I was like, you, are that a real candy? I've never had is that a real fucking candy. Yeah, they're um, if, if it's what I'm thinking of, they're uh, uh, jawbreakers, and it comes in a box with like a shocking amount of jawbreakers. Like how many jaw? You know, yeah, like hard, jawbreakers, hard like candy. A, I have had like, like four jawbreakers in my life. Right, and this this box would contain like twenty. Like that's what you got. Uh, but anyway, they're they can't be you know because of physics uh, everlasting like in the yeah. movie. That's but the problem with, the, with Wonka branded chocolate. It's not magic in real life. Right. But it, but they do change colors, mm. which invites you to put the candy in your mouth, suck on it, and then remove it from your mouth periodically to see what color. Oh, great. That that, that yeah. sounds <laughs> fucking horrible and disgusting. Awesome, Jason. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm just I'm just uh, reporting the facts. Is, I'm, um, I'm, I think co- I'm going to say COVID killed that candy. You think so? Yes. We, we can only hope. Um, <laughs> now, I, now that's in. Now I'm wondering, like, what what was it that? Because I almost certainly had the same experience you did, right? Of you know being excited for something as a kid. Yeah. Going there and being like, not only disappointed, but like, oh man, you know, like like this that like- realization that like. You've been Boy, at, not, taken, just, not just right. like, yeah, not just like somebody made a shitty movie or whatever, right? right? Like, like, man, yeah. I really fell for this. Um, yeah, it was probably that same fucking black hole thing at a fair, right? No, uh, uh, it would almost certainly be either, um, a shitty amusement park, a uh, shitty festival, or a shitty uh, haunted house. What festival are you going to as a kid? Well, I was raised Catholic, so we had the like every year we would have the church festival. How do you get uh, ripped off they a would fucking church festival? And, well, it's you know, uh, they contract out to like a carnival company that supplies all the rides. So you're just as apt to get the bullshit like you know, uh walk through space or, you know, haunted house little oh, yeah, it's a trailer with, you know, I see what uh, you're saying. You know, loud noises and statues that <laughs> spring towards you, you know. Uh, but. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, man. Well, that, you know, I'm, I'm sorry that that uh, would have happened at a church festival to you because, you know, that, right. the worst, worst thing that worst mm-hmm. thing that uh, has happened to a kid at a Catholic yeah, church festival. That's for right. Sure. Just. Yeah. What a disappointment. Uh, that and watching the um, the the people they hired to uh, operate the rides, um, engage in like some pretty blatant uh, uh, attempts to uh, pick up underage girls. <laughs> that's well, that's that's pretty bad. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I will say that I do think. Legally, age of consent is different in carny law. I don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. I don't condone that. But you got to right. be careful. Mm-hmm. Never taking my kids yeah. to a fucking carnival. So, so you're saying it's like a cultural thing? Yes. <laughs> that that's sort of a cultural misunderstanding between uh, uh, carny folk and then us, what normies or 
uh, us, tentless. Us tentless. <laughs> we only have normal sized tents or smaller. None of us have ever have a fucking big top. <laughs> no, I guess that's true. Well, we didn't have. That's the circus. It wasn't a circus. Well, Carn- it was a, it was a fair. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, they had. Don't carnies work at the circus too, though? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because carnies you know, work midway, a bit of like everywhere. The they, games, yeah, all the yeah, rigged games. Car- carnies, and... carnies do the circus. They do the the carnival. They do the fair. But they're not allowed into an amusement park. They can't get within ten feet. No, even the shittiest of amusement. No, that's parks, my understanding. Yeah, mm-hmm. even the shittiest of amusement parks. You're not getting mm-hmm. anywhere near it. No. They see. They no. see that. They hear an HR training video being played somewhere and scatter. <laughs> I guess. Um, I guess going back to the story. I guess my point being like interactive, or or this immersive exhibit wasn't. That that wasn't something that was like particularly common. Do you yeah. know, like I, I never it's that wasn't an option common, for me yeah. when I was. It's a become kid. a real like, thing. Like at more, for, like mm-hmm. I went to a in Chicago. I went to one about print. Like the, some of these things are mm-hmm. very nice and can be really interesting. Yeah. Like you know, like I don't know if you've ever been to any of these sorts of uh, immersive exhibits. I went to a Prince one in Chicago a couple years ago, um, and it was cool. Like you went through his whole career and you got to. It was very interactive. There was one. Um, there was one here in Denver. Uh, it was a Van Gogh mm-hmm. immersive experience. Uh, <clears throat> do, do you get do you get to cut your own was... ear off and kill yourself at the end? Uh huh. Yeah. Man. Um. Controversial. No, it was. Uh, I was interested, and then just in kind of like reading reviews, it came across as sort of scammy as well. You know, like yeah, the, you know, the website showed these you know colorful, uh, just just rooms packed with Van Gogh images and, you know, uh, swirling lights. And um, apparently people that actually went there said it was like, you know, a guy had something on a projector. Right. <laughs> you know, you'd go through, you'd go through a series of rooms. Like a worse a, version of looking the, at the painting because it's all right, faded and shitty looking. Right, right. You have to. Yes. Yeah. Um. So I never really. And again, I'm sure there are like. I mean, I, I think that odd, like you put effort. Well, I, I think that for mm-hmm. for somebody to have an immersive exhibit, like their life does need to somewhat coincide with the invention of motion pictures. Like you know, at yeah. least at least there needs to be some like footage of this person. Right. Well, I, yes. Um, but I think I think that people have done a pretty good job of uh, just by the nature of like Van Gogh's art style have. Sort of animated it in a lot of fun ways because it's very sort of swirly and I don't know it it has it already has kind of a like kinetic kinetic sense to it. You know, <laughs> this, the, is, uh, this is this is this is painting critique <laughs> coming up next. Uh, I'm going to talk about Monet and mid-century impressionism. Oh man, right. And then if we want to get really spicy, we could talk a bit about cubism no you aren't ready for that what that is (laughs) right so we'll be we'll figure it out together for three and a half hours (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't oh see God. a single cube. <laughs> Picasso went through his blue period, but like, just use a different fucking color, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that, yeah, that, that, I, yeah, that's, I mean, I don't that's think those sorts of emer- yeah. I, I don't think that those sorts of immersive exhibits specifically were a thing, but I guess if you think about that black hole experience, it is kind of offering a mini version of the same thing. So it makes right, sense that right. like when immersive exhibits become a legit thing, that you would also be trying to do that because also like a haunted house is kind of an immersive exhibit too, you know, like in that, et cetera, et cetera. Like, no, that's what I was going to say that like, that's my, well, and I, um, uh, I worked for, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to give them like free, <laughs> you know, even, even, even for our like dozens of listeners, but I worked for, um, a, a newish place in Denver that was a interactive, immersive art exhibit yeah i remember but, you sending that the group chat but it's um yeah and it was like really cool but it, it took years to make you know dozens yeah. and dozens of artists uh a lot of money a lot of money um like it was a massive like logistics challenge mm-hmm. uh that one one of the art pieces uh was a it was like a uh, crystal or a, a cathedral, small cathedral mm-hmm. made out of like glass. Mm-hmm. And it was so like so big and heavy that they had to take the rip the roof off the building, use oh, a crane to put like my point being like it was an enormous undertaking. Right. And it wasn't it was it's permanent. Like it's not changing. They're not going to it's not there yeah. for the weekend. Um and that was pretty cool. But yeah, I can't imagine like trying to throw something together. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I mean, listen, like they don't, what it also comes down to is like, this did even from a passing glance before anything, you mm-hmm. know, this isn't an official Wonka exhibit, but you know, they're saying it's a Wonka exhibit. And right. that itself is a very big red flag in my opinion. Right. Because like, Yes. This isn't like yeah, right. a bar doing like a Wonka menu, right? Where they could just kind of get away with that. If you are running right. an immersive exhibit off of a film that like just left theaters a month ago and just like banking right. on getting right. the money and running before a cease and desist. Because mm-hmm. they like people don't understand like IP is legit for this stuff. I got a fuck. This is true. I got a cease and desist letter for a community theater play that I was in in high school. That was mm-hmm. a production of Stepford Wives that wasn't licensed. And the author who's dead, his estate found out. And like, by the way, get a fucking job, kids. Uh, and like, uh, threatened to sue this theater. So we had to cancel the show, right? Like, no, that, yeah, I was wondering that. It's the like Wonka estate, particularly the litigious, or, or is it <laughs> a Wonka estate? Excuse me. <laughs> like, yeah. The Wonka estate. <laughs> <They're right. laughs> yes. That I kind of now I'm picturing, I'm, I'm envisioning the courtroom and his uh, uh, team of Oompa Loompa lawyers come filing in, like singing singing a song about torts uh, or something. Uh, picturing uh, his kids and grandkids there at the uh, at the uh, like at the fucking estate hearing or whatever it's right. called when they say where the will's going. And you right, know, right. they all hear yes. like they all hear they're getting nothing, and then they hear the name of the person who gets it all. Look over, big titty Oompa Loompa. Uh huh. 
Right. <laughs> Man. Okay. If if this if would this have been place, a better Willy Wonka immersive exhibit. What, let's make it. Let's make I'm a Wonka exhibit. Yes. Let Let's do like if, if these people can get away with this for for a weekend, right? If we put even a little of, bit of effort in, we could we could come up with some kind of production for this story, we right? Come up, so like big, we right? can like make I'm like talking... an an immersive. We can make an immersive like theater experience where <laughs> we we people get to like uh, sit in the courtroom to see this happening. I think and... that it needs to, it needs to start. <laughs> it starts with Willy Wonka writing a will mm-hmm. and then getting it notarized, and then. It, we and so they go they go to the first room and it's Willy Wonka sitting down with his Oompa Loompa lawyer writing a will right, right? Mm-hmm. goes yeah. into the next room he's getting it he's getting it notarized right goes into the next one he's having an argument with his wife uh huh is he married goes in, uh he is in the, he but, is in our ours this is how we're gonna avoid getting sued by the doll okay. estate well yeah he must be yeah he must have I guess he could adopt yeah okay he like, he, he, he 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 found love after the Gene Wilder movies sure sure. Uh, next scene, uh, you know, he's going back to the office to blow off some steam. All of a sudden, uh, his big titty Oompa Loompa secretary. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, help me out here, Jason. What's her name? Um, oh, gosh. At least, at, uh, least you, at least you stall to come up with one while I come up with he, one. He, um, yeah, so he's having trouble uh, with Outlook on his laptop. And uh, Big Titty Oompa secretary <laughs> initially is in there, like, helping him with mm-hmm. it. And uh, over time, um, because you can't you take one look at uh, Wonka, and this guy's not. He didn't know shit about tech. No, 100%. So he's always no, he's asking, like, like, oh, I have a Zoom meeting. He's, he's like, he's like pouring you know, gasoline on top of it, trying and, to get it to run. Like, like, where's the fucking crank? Right, right. Smearing, like, caramel on the screen, you know, whatever know, to... It's yeah. a fucking mess. So, right. So over time they they get to know each other and you know it's a uh they kind of have like a friendly, comfortable relationship. Uh meanwhile, while this is going on, and maybe yeah, we'll have to do some way of of showing how like over time, you know. Yeah, you know, we'll we'll have to I think I think we're just gonna have a little bit of gray hair dye spritz between the doors when the Oompa Loompa, when the Wonka actor runs through. So each time there's a little bit more gray, and then by the end of it, it'll be yeah. I I was actually thinking there's uh there's like a day calendar on the wall, and then it you like it just like rifles through. You have to you walk into a you, you have to, there's a big there's a giant calendar room in between all of the rooms. So you go into the first room, and then there's a giant calendar room, and then you go into the second room. Yeah, I think like all of right. that, the Oompa Loompa secretary, you know, maybe she has to take off her glasses to help. It's like, man, right. I never realized you know, he has that moment of weakness all of a sudden. Right. You're looking at uh-huh. so there are some surprisingly tall, maybe a little bit pale Oompa Loompas working in the factory. Maybe their hair is a little right. darker than. Uh, well, yeah. right. Uh, but intercut with them, you know, getting closer in their relationship. Uh, he goes home to his wife and there things are just like disintegrating. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, right? Like, I mean, that, uh, I, I don't. I, she, yeah. does, she does not understand the brutal decisions that must be done, right? As a, to as be a, chocolate a chocolate baker, yeah, you know, right. let alone when you're dealing with the fucking unknown. Right. She's a patent attorney. She doesn't know anything about it. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Like, she's like, there's a fucking evil chocolate maker in my walls. First off, right. this fucking, I got a dead fat kid in the river. <laughs> like, 
Right. If that one wasn't the evil chocolate maker, that was me. Right. She keeps going every time she goes in the basement. There, there's a different kid that's like, <laughs> you know, this one's blown up like a strawberry, or this one's stretched out like taffy, or just, you know, this one seems like, fine. I cannot do this. <laughs> Wait, this one seems fine. Diabetes. <laughs> I think at the end of the day, the thing that I want to communicate with this exhibit, and then we should move on to the next story, maybe because it's here at the forty-minute mark. Yeah, yeah. But the thing that I want to communicate with this exhibit, I think that we can all agree, is that we don't need to like you know condone every single decision that Willy Wonka makes. But no. We need to understand no. that he is a capital G, capital M, great man of history. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there are simply things that must be done and ethical lines that must be crossed to shape our world. Right. No, I totally agree. That's why uh, we need to honor him with a uh, AI concocted uh, low budget immersive experience. We're not AI concocting this. This is <laughs> this is us. We're coming up with it. <laughs> A robot's not getting sued by Warner Brothers on our behalf. Yeah. So we've been doing this podcast since October, right? And it's what? Uh, October 78? Yeah, 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 something, I think. I think we were the first. Like, we were, I mean, I don't check the number of episodes, uh, but I think we were the first podcast of all time. I think so. We were were writing it on parchment and putting it in bottles. Yeah, popping a cork on it, flinging. We were into the we, sea. we were yelling. We no, we we yelled into the bottles, and I would yell into a oh, bottle, right. and then you uh-huh. would yell into a bottle. I remember we would label them one, two, three, four, five, so people right. would, would uncork them in each order. one. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, I was so right. happy when we finally got to do them on wax cylinders. Yes. No, that was a real step up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so uh, for a while, and and obviously we were interested in sort of paranormal stuff like yeah. before this just in Shout life out right weird so we, NJ we, magazine yeah we have a uh but for me it was the uh time life what unexplained mysteries <laughs> series yeah um but before but, my uh, time but yeah yeah um but we have a fair amount of experience i think that's fair right like yeah and um uh I think we're pretty much as much of an expert as any of the paranormal experts we've talked right. about and on this show. No, and and I actually, uh, since we started this, I looked into it, um, what it what it takes to become a quote paranormal investigator. Okay. Like, is there any way we can get, you know, some kind of certification I, from so from anywhere? Or I am pretty sure we can, <laughs> but it is all about our willingness to spend forty dollars each. Exactly. I no, like and, that's and, what I'm going to say. Is, that is exactly uh, what I came to. Uh, so my point being that we can, I think, I think we're justified in in proclaiming ourselves sort of experts in this field. I have I in the field of whether of or not we're justified. Events. I will say we're experts in this field, and honestly, a few others. Right. What? What? Can you name another one? We might be, uh, you I, might I would consider say us expert in. not on the podcast, but off the show, I dabble in giving strangers medical and legal advice. Oh, right. No, that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. So with us being experts, I figured, you know, w- 
what if we what if we used our our knowledge here to uh help solve people's problems right I... like like besides besides you know as as we do you know research stories and and yeah. kind of just give talk about their information. problems give our little uh make our little jests and jabs right. but you know we right. don't help with the fucking situ- situation no we probably um, make it worse yes i don't think certain... we really contribute at all no I'll, yeah well i don't know um yeah, and just in the course of doing research, you know, uh, for sto- for the show, uh, we come across like a lot of cries for help, right? Uh, like, I all the time, you know, hey, say, this happened. Andrew what Michaels, do you think? How do I help yeah. me, Andrew uh-huh. Michaels? Please, and right? I say, you know, yeah. it's like Superman; you just can't save everybody. No, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, God damn it! If I don't stop trying. Nope. Um, yeah. So uh, this, uh, I ran across this uh, question here on uh, uh, Paranormal Encounters Reddit. Um, I think we might be able to help this this uh, person out. Uh, Please. So- sounds 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 like they might be younger. Um, so maybe maybe we can give uh, some of our you know lived experience advice. Okay. Let's 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 so start again, with this. Yeah, well, this is from. I, I, I'm curious as to how you figured out they're they're younger. I'm I'm going to be interested. Uh, just uh, context clues, but we'll uh, okay. So again, I'm this sure we'll is get from, re- from 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 R slash Paranormal Encounters. Hmm? Title: Shocked at this. I was working out in my garage and First listening off, to. Another... I just want to say, sick bro, get mm. in those lifts. Yeah, I do it too. The the lifts. Lifts. You say? Get in those lifts. lifts. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, where was, okay. <clears throat> I was working out in my garage and listening to Nirvana. Then I randomly began to think of the devil. Then a song called <laughs> The Devil and I by a band called Slipknot started playing. And I really don't know what to do about this. Any help or suggestions would be great. So, so, I, so I I'm think thinking you they might they're be... younger because of the, a band called Slipknot, huh? <laughs> 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 All right, I, guess we, we, I think we do actually now. Right. You know, we do have some eighteen to twenty-two listeners who probably don't know Slipknot, because Slipknot was even like kind of on the way out when I was a kid. Um, right. There was a there. There's a type of music called new metal, and you, uh, it's no, it's it's famously bad, but it's not really that bad. Uh, Slipknot is one of those bands. Well, it's, uh, how it's, would you describe drive Slipknot? Well, I think uh, new metal, uh, and then I'll answer a question. Uh, new metal, I think, I think it's bad. People consider it bad from like a, um, I don't know, like messaging or content stand. Like they're not necessarily bad musicians. Like they play very well. It's a bad use of their ability. Uh, exactly. Yes. It, yeah. It's something that I feel like nobody really asked for. <laughs> that, that's fair. Uh, that's or, fair. or, or wanted at the time. Um, Slipknot, uh, I think, okay. So part of this like new metal wave that came in what the 2000, like early, maybe late nineties, early two thousand. Yeah, I, I think it starts in the late nineties because mid to late nineties, you're getting Limp Bizkit. You're getting, uh, yeah, right. You're getting, right. uh, actually a lot of the really <clears throat> early new metal too, is like some good stuff coming out of thrash. I don't need to get too fucking into this. Uh, the Sepultura <laughs> right. album, Roots, Bloody Roots, which is a really good album, but um 
Yeah. So, so part of the, part of the, uh, uh, the genre, the trappings of the genre also involve sort of like masks and costumes on, on a lot yeah. of these bands. And Everyone, so, it's either you're a frat boy or you're doing the masks and costumes thing or yes. emo. That's those three. Yeah, yes. Yes. Those are the three um, types of guy that you get to be. Right. If you're doing new metal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so honestly, I have a hard time keeping them separated. Like again, music's fine. I didn't hate, you know, this, this decade or so of music. I didn't love it, but you know, I, I've never owned a Slipknot album, never owned a corn out, you know, nothing of the didn't new really metal, hook me I like, like that, but yeah. Cause I liked Lincoln park. I like, uh, yeah, Lincoln that, park. I like them more. I was, I was an emo kid, you know? So I liked mm-hmm. Lincoln park that like, I mean, in middle school, at least I was an emo kid. Um, of the of the new metal that I listen to, though, like I, I listen to a few Corn songs pretty frequently. Mm. I stand by Corn's entire first album, and I think okay. "Freak on a Leash" is a great song. Mm. Uh, I'm not personally a Limp Biscuit fan, but I like Break Stuff. I do like Break Stuff. Uh, I, I did. I did see Limp Biscuit live. Yeah, that actually and, at Woodstock. So you know what? Maybe an obscure. <laughs> maybe this is an obscure new metal band, and then we'll get start giving some advice. But you know the band uh, Soulfly. They had a yeah. one, they, they were kind of a one hit wonder band. Mm-hmm. They had jumped a fuck yeah. up. Yeah. The, the guitarist mm-hmm. of that band, Mark Rizzo, I knew his cousin mm-hmm. in middle school. The guy is yeah. a, I'm not going to say the guy's name. Uh, he's a Wildwood Beach police officer now. Well, his name's Matt. Mm-hmm. You can probably guess his last name. Uh, the Wildwood Beach police officer now kind of sucks as a guy. He sucked as a guy then, but now he's a Wildwood Beach, New Jersey police officer <laughs> and he has a fucking, uh, Thin Blue Line Punisher logo on his Facebook. Mm -mm. But here's the thing. Forget about like police brutality, right? You're a cop in Wildwood Beach, New Jersey. Who the Mm -hmm. fuck are you even punishing? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's a good point. Right? Like, that's the thing that really pisses me off. Anyway, let's (laughs) give this fucking guy advice. The employees at the Dunkin' Donuts. Um, Yes. Uh, So, uh, Having gotten our history, our our brief and probably yeah, so I, think, wildly, I think you should start over because I think we probably of... yeah let, let let's let's start the question over and and not do this these interruptions. Just give it one more read through. Okay. Title: Shocked at this. I was working out in my garage and listening to Nirvana. Then I randomly began to think of the devil. Then a song called "The Devil in I" by a band called Slipknot started playing, and I really don't know what to do about this. Any help or suggestions would be great. All right, great. So I'm going to start with how you avoid this situation in the first place, right? So I was okay. working out in my that garage. Seems like a good I place. randomly yeah. started thinking about the devil. Stop. Sure. Uh-huh. What? Where did we go wrong, Jason? What do you think? Uh, I guess. I guess for me, I'm thinking like, why use a garage when Planet Fitness is uh, ten bucks a month? Well, the garage uh, is free. No commitments. Yeah, the garage no, is zero that, bucks a month. Yeah, and, cut that uh, part out. No, that I'm not cutting joke. that shit out. That was the dumbest fucking question I've ever heard. I'm leaving in that dumb fucking question. We're possessed no, um, by the stupid question demon over yeah. here. Um, no, you like you haven't been like working out, running, or whatever, and just dumb shit pops in your head. Like, no, you know I, what? I, I you, gotta, you, you, you you should be focused on your form the entire time throughout the exercise, because that's the only way you're going to do it properly. I'm sorry to say it. Well, if you're randomly thinking about the devil, you've already, even if not, mm. even if the death, mm. no slip not plays, you've already fucked up your workout. 
You do bad by, set, by, bad reps, you're yeah. going to have a bad set. You do enough bad sets, a bad workout, you do bad workouts. You just can take that approach to life. So, you know, shape up, motherfucker. That's my first bit of advice. Because uh, I sure. have a body that's in its prime for podcasting. I, I guess, okay, so um, obviously we can't uh, question, you know, this uh, this person. But what I'm wondering, um, you know, listening, working out, great. Listening to Nirvana, fully recommend. Yeah. Uh, and then a song, uh, The Devil and I by Slipknot started playing. Now, I guess to know how weird or unusual this event would be, I would have to know what, like, if they're listening to a Nirvana album and Slipknot starts playing. That is weird, yeah. Like, But if they're right, listening right. to uh nirvana especially like sometimes you'll like you ever be on have you, are you ever on spotify and this this is for my new stand-up special you ever do this are you ever on <laughs> spotify and mm-hmm. uh you see like a guy's playlist and it says uh you know it's it's like it'll be like the beatles playlist but then like halfway through the playlist this guy just got really into leonard skinner and now it's a leonard skinner playlist right right like uh-huh. I, this could just be fully be one of those <laughs> Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah. No, um, could be, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I guess, so, so what I, I'm going to take from the question mm-hmm. is that the person, uh, despite listening to Nirvana, right. Uh, who is not Slipknot was thinking of the devil and then a song about a the devil. A song about the devil played. And Nirvana played. actually doesn't have any songs about the devil, I don't think, right? They have they have songs about sad and bad stuff that maybe would be implicitly satanic, like in the eyes of an evangelical, but I can't think of any Nirvana songs that are about the devil. Uh I think well on their unplugged album, I think there's like a folk song that references uh what a lake of fire. Co- is, is it a cover though, or is it one of theirs? Is it no, original? no, it's a cover. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, so their unplugged it, set they did mostly like oh, yeah, you know, was, folk and yeah, there's a lot of folk covers and uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, this is not two white no, guys not with beards talk known about nineties music. <laughs> <laughs> believe right? it or not. Uh, hey, hey, hey. What, what that, you, that would be a great podcast. that doesn't exist though. What What do you think the world would be like if uh, Cobain was still alive? Honestly, I think he'd be I think he'd be the third host of this show. <laughs> I think that things would have gone kept going downhill for him for a while and then that would be where he'd find himself. Then, and we'd we'd get a boost because we'd be in the like resurrection of Kurt Cobain documentary as his rock bottom. Okay. Oh man, um, if only. Anyway, so anyway, let, let's get back on topic. So <laughs> All right. uh, The Devil and I by Slipknot the, starts playing right. because you're so, working out so, and you're thinking about yes, the devil. And you're thinking of the devil. Right. Okay. Uh, and it also, yes, any advice, like what to do, any help or suggestions. So again, not okay. clear what help, like, is this a power you want to hone? Well, like, so you here's what I'm better thinking. At, at doing, doing yeah, this? Yeah, so or? next, think about, think about Billy Joel making a new album. You know, make new music in the world. Don't just like really think about what would a new Billy Joel album sound like. And then listen to Nirvana while working out. But the whole workout, don't focus on your form. Focus on what would a new Billy Joel album sound like. Because I think that's how you can use this for good. And I think that would about balance out any Satan. Also, Billy Joel, Long Island Jewish guy, totally Satan neutral. You're... 
I feel like that's kind of a big ask uh, that this person who. Uh, I don't even think the Billy Joel album song, needs to be good. A band called Slipknot would know anything whatsoever about Billy Joel. All <laughs> like right, even, so, even all what right, genre. So, all right, so, so, <laughs> so let's back up. Let's like back country up. Country or? He, adult contemporary. You'll understand when you're older. <laughs> adult contemporary, yeah. I, <laughs> one day you wake up and you're a contemporary adult. And then you listen to a lot right. of Joel. And you're like, I guess I just have to listen to shit that sucks now. All right. Zanzibar is a fucking banger, you motherfucker. He is the fat I like, man's I like, I, I like I like Billy Joel. Um but but adult contemporary, there is a sort of blandness uh <laughs> that that sort of threads its way through the, the genre. Yeah. Uh, there's, it, it's- like like a cut above what you would hear waiting in a dentist's office. Yeah, I, I guess that's fair. You know, uh, so I guess I would start this kid with, you know, listen to that whole listen to mm-hmm. the entire Billy Joel discography, because I think it's going to be important if you're going to manifest a new Billy Joel album. You need okay. to you need to get a feel for his evolution as an artist. Don't just listen to the hits. Do the deep cuts. Mm-hmm. Don't do a Spotify. This is Billy Joel playlist. You're doing this for fucking humanity, right? Right. That's the first you gotta thing. Put the work in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that. Yeah. So that's the first thing. Um, you know, and then I would say, listen, look at some interviews with Billy Joel, watch some of his live performances, get a feel for how his voice changed. Yeah. Uh, yeah his, and maybe his sort of perspective on, on the world. Like, yeah. Cause he's, yeah. See, he had sort of evolved through the, what? Of course. 40 years, 50 years. He's been I think, performing, I think, you know, yeah. 50 or maybe even <clears throat> 60 years. I don't know. I could just make up any, no, I don't think 60 years. 50 years sounds about right. I think, I say think 70s. I think, yeah, like, yeah, 70s, is, I think, is when, yeah. when he kind of took off. But Billy Joel, if you're listening, how long have you been performing? Count the first bar mitzvah, <laughs> bar mitzvah show, underworldnewstonight at gmail.com. <laughs> um, no, I, th- I think this is solid advice. Uh, what, so then assuming that, that they're working out in the garage, what exercises would you pair with what? Billy creating Joel a new song. Billy Joel album. Let, let's uh, say, let's pick, let's talk about maybe two. I'm going to start with, uh, have you ever done forearm curls? I, I wrestled in middle school, uh-huh. so you have to do a lot of yeah, forearm yeah. exercises. Uh-huh. I'm going right. to say you got to do a forearm exercise because he's a pianist, right? You know, that's, he's he's got strong forearm. Sure, I sure. do not doubt that Billy Joel has got a fucking grip. Billy Joel, if Billy Joel yeah, puts you on a, wrist, on a wrist lock, you are fucked. Right. That's why yeah. I will never get within striking distance of that man. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so what, yeah. So so, what song to the arm curls? Uh, forearm curls, very specifically. And you're going to want to do those to piano for, man, okay, of course. For, excuse me. Oh, really? Yeah, obviously, because that's a song about playing the piano, and you, mm-hmm. that's the the that is Billy Joel's biggest muscle is his wrist. Like I said, mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. it is it is too expensive for Billy Joel to ever masturbate. I guess that's true. Hmm. I think what I would what I would do is um, as you're going through your your Billy Joel discography, when you get I think that uh, um, burpees would pair nicely with only a woman. Ooh, yeah. And we're talking about the technical technically. So, I mean, look, the burpees I know are with the push up and the jumping jack. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because technically, I found out technically a burpee is like 
neither of those things and seems just kind of like a weird pointless like squat plank thing uh okay. god burpees are fucking holy shit did i, I used to they fucking, fucking suck no they, they, they do yeah. but honestly it is good to know that like if i really was like i just want to get cut and hate my life for a year i could just do mm-hmm. 30 minutes of burpees a day and i would legitimately yeah. look fucking amazing at the end of the year but i would yeah. it would be the worst 30 minutes to experience every single day and i would like dread going down to my basement right. and it would never get better and I think it would it would literally take me two years to get to the point where I could do burpees for anywhere near thirty minutes. Like when if I, I was going to start right now, I think you, I'd be lucky if I got seven oh. burpees. So you're probably yeah, no, looking at a minute and a half. <laughs> yeah, no, man, God. Anyway, yeah, you got to do burpees to only a woman. You got to do those forearm curls to uh, to piano man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say I'm going to say do some squats to scenes from an Italian restaurant, because let's be mm. real. Billy Joel's mm-hmm. longevity. I mean, it is, body is a part of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, manifest. That's the important thing. So then it's going to get past that playlist you make. You're going to get to that next song. And we want to hear that new Joel album. Mm hmm. Yeah. And you no, know what I else? Think, I, would... uh, I think it's great. Yeah. Uh, and no, you know what please. my other my other mm-hmm. advice to this person number one mm-hmm. is so this person seems worried that they manifested the devil and the devil's making himself known yes. by playing Slipknot. That's my interpret. Yes, that's how I read this. So I wouldn't worry about that because I just don't think you know I think that if the devil is really a Slipknot fan. Hmm. Maybe he's not so bad. Really? I've never met... I do not like Slipknot, right? No, yes. And like I said, de- the, the devil issue, I'm Jewish, I'm neutral. Uh, mm-hmm. So I've never liked Slipknot necessarily, but like, I've never met like an evil Slipknot fan, you know? Man, I don't know. I don't know if I can make that claim. <laughs> I, I feel like there's a, yeah, there's a definite, there, yeah, there's a definite kind of person that evil might be a strong word, but definitely on that side of the, uh, 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 seesaw, <laughs> definitely on the evil side. Um, especially like today, if I, if, uh, I drop my car off at the shop to get an oil change. And I'm hearing Slipknot. I don't know. I'm thinking now. Just... Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, either way, you know, I would say maybe listen to a little bit of bit more Slipknot. Go through the discography a bit. Because I mm. think also, like, I think that maybe as the devil sees how the band's evolved, maybe that in and of itself will kind of, I don't want to say dispel, but like, you know, maybe you'll get other musical interests, latch on to something different. Because you're also kind of experiencing mm-hmm. music grow with them. And that's the beauty of going through the Slipknot discography, a band with such a rich, rich lore of uh, right. sounds behind them. Or um, or curate a uh, devil-specific playlist. Exactly. Honestly. Maybe, maybe this is what you're being driven towards. Yeah, is... and, and honestly, like, while the devil's there, you might as well get some help on your form. That's what I was saying at the beginning, right? Like, you got a got, spotter? Like, get a spotter yeah you can really up those ways because you ideally you do sometimes i'm assuming this guy for like let's say this like sounds like a 15 year old boy right 
I think yeah, that's yeah. I think that's safe. Yeah. I think he's. I think this guy's trying to bulk, right? Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah, let's give definitely. some advice here. Mm-hmm. Number one, I don't know if this is still a thing. If this advice is still around, I've never had to bulk really. I've mostly had to cut and like build mm-hmm. muscle while trying to lean cut. It's just the way mm-hmm. I'm built. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, I've got a Jutalian body, but right. uh, number one, don't do the go mad diet. Uh, that's the gallon of milk a day thing. You, I, oh, I had a roommate do that. This is a, you've never heard of this. No, we're getting well off topic here, but this is something no, that people no. do to, uh, <laughs> bo- it doesn't matter. I mean, people are listening to their do- bodybuilders do this to bulk where okay. they will, it, it was, it, it's not really bodybuilders. This was like bro bodybuilding advice. It was popular in the 2010s and maybe the 2000s okay. uh, called the gallon of milk a day diet where whatever they're mm. doing, they would also mm. drink a gallon of milk a day. Cause the idea is when they're in their bulk phase, they want to like force themselves to get oh, the calories and like protein and calcium. I had a roommate sure. do this for, I think he lasted like a week. He looked so fucking sick. Like he looked so fucking sick I, the I whole can't time. Imagine. He, he like he Man. looked like he looked like fucking Yeah, this guy looked like fucking Frankenstein. He like he looked like like he looked like bloated, you know? Obviously he's drinking a gallon well, yeah, of fucking yeah, milk yeah, a right. day. And presumably others like if that's presumably all you had protein to drink, shakes you would go also mad. with milk yeah. and like right. chicken and all this other shit. It like I'm yeah. like, man, like you and you look just the thousand yard stare because he knows he's gonna have to go to the toilet again, and like he knows what that's a bit like, right? And I'm like, yeah. and he'd be like, I'm really, I think I'm getting big, man. I think I'm getting big. And I'm like, man, you look like fucking shit, bro. What an awful idea. No, I'd never. Yeah, so don't do I, that. I've heard that. Yeah, yeah. So, so you're trying to bulk, right? <laughs> you don't want to do the go mad diet. Uh, if yeah. the devil tells you to do the go mad diet, like. You know, don't do that. I, I I think he probably has a different lactose tolerance uh, than you mm-hmm. than most people. But like, uh, I'm gonna say it. Like, you can now. This is an opportunity to lift to the point of failure, though, right? Which ideally you want to do for mm-hmm. muscle growth. You you know, I mean, uh-huh. what we've been described yeah, yeah. as the most jacked guys in pro, in podcasting, mm-hmm. and well, uh, yeah, you you want to lift to the point that you can't lift anymore, and you can't mm-hmm. do that on a home workout without a spotter. <laughs> uh, this post makes me think your father is not a very active figure in your life um <laughs> so like you don't really have a spotter it seems like so i think that you could take advantage of the devil's time and also give mm-hmm. us a new joel album so uh thank you let us know how it goes underworld news tonight at gmail.com uh all right and uh i yeah, think i feel I, I feel pretty good i feel like yeah. we we may have we may we have solved this guy's problem uh but you know what I think that I want you guys to let me know if you could manifest the devil in the gym. What would you ask him mm-hmm. about? What would you ask him? Would you ask him to work hmm. out together? Spotify question. Let us know. But, you know, would you ask him for, for form help? You know, I think that's kind of where I'm going because every depiction I've seen of him, too. I mean, devil's jacked. I'm really trying to work on my shoulders right now. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the devil, like any depiction, he's got good shoulders. His arms look fucking great, you know? Oh, you're right. Yeah. He's not going to help you with squats. Don't ask him for help with legs. He's got the cloven hooves thing, you know? Right. Yeah. He sk- That man skips leg day. Uh-huh. But he's got some great yeah. upper body and core strength. So that's what I'm asking. I don't know. What are you thinking? You could ask him about life advice, too. Mm-hmm. I, and you're you're like a weightlifting guy, like a gym. But uh, for I, me, I, I'm, I mean, I've gone to gyms, but I much prefer like body weight. Yeah. So I, I like, do, I do I body do weight kind of anywhere. And yeah. yeah. So right now I'm doing body weight and I'm talking about like my actual workouts right now. I'm doing body weight and resistance band stuff. 
I uh, mm-hmm. at home and then I go to jujitsu three times a week. Uh, yeah. But like, you know, so I, but that's also cause I, that's safer to do at home and I don't have a weight area right, right now. I'm trying to get like some weights. Right. Uh, cause I like lifting weights, like mm-hmm. at least dumbbells. Um, no, I, I like it too. Said like I, I've gone to had gym memberships and gone, but, um, I, I don't know. I, I guess I've always been more like, first of all, I'm, I'm overweight <laughs> right now. So let's get that. Just admit that. But, um, I've always been more interested in like, okay, I want my body to do these sorts of things, which include, you know, yeah, try, you know, hiking long distances, maybe rock climbing. Like, so those are things I target as opposed to just, yeah, you know, I'm going to get swole. Like I don't, no, I'm not like, I'm I've never been like a get totally swole. I I like to do like a full body thing, feel stronger. I think especially now that I'm doing jujitsu, like it'll, it'll help when I'm like, you know, not to not mm-hmm. get totally destroyed during the uh, rolling phase, as they call it. But yeah, no, we've uh, I think we fully solved this guy's problem. And like I said, let mm-hmm. us know what advice are you asking the devil for when you summon him in the gym? Could be workout mm-hmm. advice, could be life advice, could be job advice, could be sex advice. Uh, if it's sex mm-hmm. advice, I'm probably not going to read it on the air if it's too gross, you know, but like so maybe, you know, vague. <laughs> OK, <laughs> sure. Or or too, detailed, you know, or get as detailed as possible. You sex, know what? You know what? Sex is too gross, says Andrew. Sex is too gross. No, you know what? I just know that some of you guys are into poop stuff, and that's fine by me, but not for my show. Yeah, famously poop-free. Statistically, I bet some of our listeners are into poop stuff, and I'm, I'm just saying I don't want that. I'm not breathing that on the air. Until the Valentine's Day special 2025. hmm Yeah, we do have some uh, more important paranormal news than what happened in a 14-year-old who had just heard about Slipknot for the first time's garage. And by the way, you know, that I think, last bit of advice, the most important thing is maybe you yourself should enjoy your musical journey into the world of Slipknot and new Metal as a whole. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, this is even more important yeah. than that. I'm inspired. Yeah. This is from England. Uh, our mother country, because, you know, I mean, England became, you know, they, they, they gave birth to us in a sense. Sure. I, yeah. I think we fought a war over it. (laughs) So I don't know how the metaphor really works. (laughs) Right. As one does with their mother. That's, hey man. (laughs) Twice, I think. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's true. I forgot about the war of 1812. Man, kids, we should start a podcast about the War of 1812. All right. <laughs> a 35-part series where we I just actually don't talk know about... much. Yeah. <laughs> what, what Canadians if we, what if the we, White House, I think. <laughs> what if we started a podcast cool, where huh? we, we got a like a, a, a real published historian who specifically studies like that period of U.S. history to talk about the War of 1812 under the pretenses that we're legit mm-hmm. to. And then we just ask him whatever stupid fucking questions come into right. our mind. How long do you think we can get him to stay? <laughs> if he doesn't have Man, tenure. I, I I like this idea a lot. If he doesn't yeah, have tenure, if he's an adjunct, I bet for a while, right? Like, that's what I'm thinking. Right. And I feel like given our complete lack of, like, anyone knowing us, we could only do this once. <laughs> we could Whereas do- if you're like... 
like a comedian, I think, you know, an established comedian can probably get a lot get of mileage out of something like yeah, this. Because you, you get people like to people play along with it. People be willing to go talk to him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Versus like, no, that's <laughs> like true. A, you know, like for us, it's almost just cruel. Yeah, so because like, it's not it's not gonna really help us get bigger either, right? Because who I'll the be, fuck is this guy? Honey, I, I got great news. I finally get to get to talk about the uh, Battle of Habsburg or whatever. <laughs> and then we're just like, where would where do you think Bigfoot goes to the bathroom? Or, you know. <laughs> God, what it, are you sure they had burned the White House because they were smoking too much weed in there? <laughs> yes, I'm quite sure. Right. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Anyway, man. this is more okay. important than that. This is more important than our fucking schemes and dreams and scams right. and plans. Mm-hmm. UFOs. Right. Should have said UAPs, but UFOs. This is a story from mm. the Shropshire Star. UFOs okay. like rounded dis- rounded discs. This font is fucking mm. horrible, so the C looked like an E, but they're like rounded discs have been right. seen above much Wenlock. Much Wenlock is the name of the landmark slash town. Uh much, the, the, the much Wenlock? Both much like... is the much like the, the word much and then oh, when, oh, Wenlock. Like most okay. Gotcha. Like most okay. Wenlock. Oh, it's two words. Uh, understood. Much Wenlock. Yes. It's a yeah, it's a mistake. Got it. Uh, this is a medieval town in Shropshire, hence why the Shropshire uh-huh. Star is on it. Support your local journalists like the mm-hmm. Shropshire Star, pending me reading mm-hmm. anything else in there. Because really, like I said, I don't know what else is in there. I cannot stress this enough. Uh, every right. time I read from some random fucking place. <laughs> right. As if that absolves me. As if that absolves right. me. Maybe I should do five minutes of research, but that's another conversation. Right. A number of residents of a Shropshire medieval town have reported seeing okay. UFOs in the sky above a 17th century windmill. Oh. The strange hmm. objects were described as like sherbet discs after being spotted <laughs> above Windmill Hill in much Wenlock, which is my first question. Jason, you know, the flying saucer, that's like a, the cl- a cl- the classic. Pretty common. Film, right? Yeah, yeah, right. The, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think part of the ideas of UFOs, especially, are you, you're, you're a total, you're kind of still a total skeptic. I never I, thought I, it. I wouldn't say, okay, so, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a skeptic, like just in life in general. Yes. Uh, I'm not particularly hard <laughs> on, on like UFO sightings, mm-hmm. so, you know, like, but I, I apply sort of the same standards I apply to everything else. Um, you know, whether that's good or bad, I don't know, but like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm open to it and I find it interesting. Like, well, but, you um, know, I'm curious what, what's a Sherbert disc. That's, that's part of what I or was, was getting at. Were... <laughs> well, so yeah. that's the first thing It's like, why are these like, like, you know, we're talking about the 16th century medieval, the medieval town, but apparently the townspeople are from like the 1930s. Right. But because like right. the flying saucer to me, and this is kind of what I was getting at, is like, um, you know, I'm kind of becoming the more that we read about these, a lot of these UFO sightings, obviously some of them mm-hmm. legit, some of them bullshit, the more we hear about a lot of this other stuff, the sort of interdimensional hypothesis does in some ways make more sense. And part of that is that you don't know what you're seeing. So you react to it based on a different flame frame of reference. There okay. or something like a fl- flying saucer, it kind of becomes a circular thing where people see it and they're like, oh, sure. it's like an ice cream saucer because it's 1950 and that's a thing I have. 
And then, oh, okay. Okay. And then more people see it and it looks like a saucer. Now, like, people don't have ice cream saucers and UFOs don't look like a normal bowl. So people say, you know, it's a Tic Tac, it's a pill shape. Right. Um, you know, other sort of weird, like, you know, no, other no, sort no. of characteristics. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. It was just weirded or worded. They didn't say, like, Sherbert plate. Or, yeah. or like, like Sherbert disc. Or yeah. is it dish? Sherbert, Sherbert disc is what they said. Oh, right. you're right. Which Sherbert sounds disc. like a particular, it sounds like a, like, that, confection, you know, some kind of dessert. A Sherbert disc. And then they, you know, it, it, I don't think that's the. Oh, maybe like an ice cream so sandwich? Like a, that sounds like a, uh, maybe? a, sher- a Sherbert, I, but like a Sherbert ice cream right. sandwich? That, that sounds disgusting. Yeah. No. Oh my God. British people, right. are you eating ice cream sandwiches with fucking sherbet in the middle? No, who fucking That's the knows? scariest shit of all. Yeah. Holy shit. But no, I mean, it seems like, I mean, what they're describing um, is this is a yeah. series of, of sightings around this windmill. So it seems like almost a full-fledged flap. Uh, the term flap in this scenario is uh-huh. used to sort of describe these huge uh, influxes of sightings, right? Um, right, right. And it's interesting that it's taking on this very old-timey characteristic of the classic flying saucer, which we don't really see these days. I was going to ask you about that, if there's... Um, what the sort of evolution of uh, UFO sighting uh, spacecraft, for lack of a better word, was because yes, the disc, the or the uh, the, the famous uh, Sherbert disc, like flying saucer, yeah, that's been around. I think that was, you know, the original, or or at least in recent history, like what in the forties. Yeah, it, it was that the original one. It was the original mainstream yeah. <laughs> image of what a UFO is, and it was right. probably and you know in the mid twentieth century, it was probably what you were most likely to hear about in civilian sightings. Well, um, and it and it was most it was what was depicted in like culture, right? Like science yeah. fiction movies in the like fifties and sixties. Yeah, well, it's also they're, what's, they're, what's probably cheapest to disc, make on a, like, uh, and well, it's probably cheapest to make look <laughs> right. good on a film set too, which doesn't help. But like, right. there's that, right. and just like it's relatable to people because they know what it looks like. A lot of the famous photographs, even the ones that have been like debunked, uh, debunked like as actual frauds, and not just debunked by like a right. guy looking at it. Like those right. also depicted mm-hmm. the uh, you know that flying saucer shape. Um, right, and and the the flying saucer, I think the the appeal of it, or, or what's particularly interesting about it in terms of, you know, extraterrestrial sightings is the lack of, of like obvious means of propulsion, right? Yeah. Like they don't have. So that is consistent propellers or with, jets or, that is yeah, consistent sort of with um, yeah. a lot of UFO and UAP activity though. Even today, obviously the Tic Tac oh, right, video, right, there's no right. obvious means of propulsion. Um, mm-hmm. The jellyfish sighting that happened recently. I think, did we talk yeah, about jellyfish no, sighting? I we think did. We, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. The jellyfish sighting, uh, there was no obvious means of propulsion. In general, you're not really going to see one with an obvious means uh, because it doesn't necessarily, you know, that, that immediately opens it up right. to foreign aircraft. Right. I, yeah, I, I guess, I guess what I was, the, my point being that like, that's, that's what, without commenting one way or the other, you know, if these were true extraterrestrial Visitors, yeah. or, if or this even was something again, else. even extra, di- but, rest, even extra, extra dimensional. Dimen- let's just be extra clear. Dimensional. Um, I think that's what what sort of captivated uh, culture is that again that like, and to the point that now it is every UFO sighting. There's no obvious means of propulsion, 
But I think that's what, like, and and I might even be having the order wrong. Like maybe someone also, envisioned like we, a UFO, a and then it was seen, and J- then Jason. Yeah. Like also, like there part of that too is like there is a word for a flying object with an obvious means of propulsion. It's called a plane or right. a helicopter. So people are going to see that and they're going to say, "Oh, a plane!" Right? right? Like, uh, right. yeah, right. Well, well, right. But like the say uh, the USS Enterprise, as depicted, right? Yeah, I guess. Has a means of, like, to our, like, what appear to be means a means of propulsion. Whatever those weird, <laughs> the yeah. engines on the, like, poles on the sides. Um, but I wouldn't the, describe it as a plane. No, that's true. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, well, I, I mean, I think the big thing is just, like, it, it does kind of immediately from a distance demand a level of attention because also the USS enterprise, if you mm-hmm. saw it super high up and you were on the ground, you probably would describe it as a plane, then, right? It, you, sure. or maybe okay. a very fast yeah. plane, right? But like, you're not close yeah. enough to see that the front looks like that or anything, you know? And that also is part anyway, of like the, yeah. flo- the saucer shape. People see something vaguely round. Um, but part of this too, and I think part of what can contribute to a lot of these flaps is that people, and this also I think is, you know, part of what makes the interdimensional hypothesis so compelling to me, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that you look at whatever you're seeing during UFO or UAP or even cryptid activity or ghost activity, and you don't know what's going on. So you're going to fill that in with, mm-hmm. you know, w- with, with a cult- cultural framework and what's being used right now is being, you know, used locally for the people of Shropshire and for the people of much Wedla sure. is mm-hmm. the classic flying saucer. I just find that very interesting. Absolutely. In itself. Uh, no, I do too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so this, this came from, this, this was Ava Smith telling her Facebook followers that she had been walking her dog on Windmill Hill on Friday morning when she saw rounded plates in the sky that re- resembled sherbet discs. Uh, another Much Wenlock resident posting, posting anonymously also told Facebook users that he had spotted a UFO over Windmill Hill. Uh, he said that he tried to get a photo, but a flash blinded him. Hmm. Um, there have been other sightings hmm. above the town. Uh, more than a decade ago, a lady called Jenny, last name mm-hmm. not uh, not given, from mm-hmm. Much Wenlock, spotted a superstructure with black lattice work on the underside, hovering mm. above the town. The following morning, wow. a crop circle was found in a near. Th- these got these people are getting like really old timey UFO activity. You are having right. about well, crop circles. No, right, right. This is like 1960s it, UFO shit. This is weird. Right. And our crop circles are those. So I've seen them debunked. I think they've I been pretty if heavily. The, if it's okay. If that's sort of the consensus is that no people do this. I think <laughs> that I don't know much about crop circles. I think they have been debunked. I mean, it's still Im- impressive in the sense that it's like oh, pretty absolutely. hard to do. Y- yes, I-, I respect. Yeah. I-, I think I no, think the completely. Con- yeah. yeah. I think the consensus is like crop circles are fraudulent, but like, you know, it's, it's a more respectable fraud and a lot of like the old timey yeah, UFO fraud effort. stuff, like, yeah. you know, it took a lot mm-hmm. more effort and like photography and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Still, you know, you don't want to lie about a UFO sighting because you don't want to contribute to, you know, it is obvious, you know, this stuff right. is out there. People do see unexplained things and there's a lot of stigma because people make shit up. So I, mm-hmm. I'm of the opinion that it's a shitty thing to do. Uh, yeah. yeah. Whether or not you believe in this stuff. Absolutely. Necessarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I agree. You have, yeah. UFO sightings. They've been seen across Shropshire. Uh, it's been named, the county has been named one of the most popular sites for sightings in the UK, uh, hmm. along with Mid Wales and Wil- and Wiltshire. Uh, 
as one of the country's best known hotspots. Um, yeah, I mean, so we have a lot of really old school UFO activity here. Yeah, and you had mentioned um, the article. In the article, they talked about a like 16th century windmill. Yeah, th- this was just being maybe a focal saw. point. Oh, oh, okay. I think this was where the sightings that ha- that this person saw that these last two people on Facebook said they saw were both near the 16th century windmill. Gotcha. Um, no, but that is interesting. I mean, uh, yeah. Hmm. I mean, obvi- and obviously, uh, you know, I mean, and this is something that I think we should, I think we've talked about, you know, discussing in the future is like, uh, mm-hmm. there have been, especially in medieval England, there is, there are a lot of things that do weirdly resemble UFO or alien activity. There's one that's a fraud, mm-hmm. that's like a, a modern fraud, but then there are a few others that are really interesting and compelling. That'll be, you know, interesting to maybe one day talk about on the show. Um, hmm. so yeah. to see them, you know, grab, you know, I mean, obviously they're in a country with a lot of old shit, they're going to sometimes be over old shit, but you know, it is sure. interesting. Yeah. Just, yeah. 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 I'd be curious to hear more, especially given that, uh, what they are describing is the kind of old timey. Yeah. UFO, you know, disc, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. It feels connected in some way, but I'm just, yeah. I mean, and, and I know we do so have some listeners in the UK too. So if you've been to Shropshire, if you know Shropshire, I mean, are, are things just weirder over there? Is this, uh, you know, is, uh, you know, I, I'm just curious as to what your thoughts are on this. Cause like I said, like, it seems like there have been a few sightings here over the years. There've just been two, uh, locally. So, I mean, depending mm-hmm. on if more reports are coming out, this could be the start of a flap. It could also fizzle out. Um, yeah. but it'll be quite yeah. interesting to see. Um, yeah. Because I think we also can get over fixated on UFO activity here in the States. And, uh, of course, it, of course, it does happen all over the world. Uh, the, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you are from uh, uh, Shropshire, uh, let us know about the other Sherbert. Yeah, let us know about your Sherbert disc. Is a <laughs> Sherbert ice cream sandwich good? What do you eat it on? Right. Guys, I can't you don't imagine. need to do this. Like, you don't. Oh, man. I can't imagine what you would eat it on that. Because I like an orange uh, sherbet. Like, it's not, oh, not I, rainbow no, I sherbet. I love yeah. sherbet. Yeah. 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 I, I, I haven't had it in a long time, but I do like <clears> rainbow <throat> sherbet or orange sherbet. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's it, it's not a sandwich. It's not an ice cream sandwich food. It is an in a bowl with no toppings. Yes. Cool. Um, yeah, thanks. Interesting. We'll uh, yeah, have to keep an eye I, on. I can uh, see you didn't want to go along with sherbet talk, Jason. You don't think that that would be good for our listeners? It, it isn't so much that as that uh, I've exhausted my knowledge of sherbet. <laughs> I don't even necessarily. I, I do think like I, know I do what... like a rainbow sherbet. That was yeah, my I favorite flavor as a kid. What's it's like fruit? I, I guess I don't even know what makes it a uh, yeah, sherbet. I, I think I really only had it as a little kid. I think it might just be like sugar. Because mm-hmm. sorbet know. is like it was like all fruit, like fruit and ice. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think is a sherbet might be uh, fruit, ice, and some dairy like some yeah, milk. there's dairy in the sherbet yeah but but they are all like fruit nominally fruit flavors like yeah. you don't eat a chocolate sherbet no you don't eat a chocolate sherbet <clears throat> well I, I but i also I, I grew up eating italian ices and you know sometimes and mostly i the fruit flavors but you do mm-hmm. see chocolate italian ices they're fucking horrible but you do see them sometimes yeah mm-hmm. not good anyway yeah. that is the end of sherbet talk jason you want to close out this well-organized, well-thought-out, totally on-topic <laughs> episode 
that I think was both of our best of all time, maybe. <laughs> uh, our final story today comes to us from uh, CBC News. Uh, Canadian CBC, Canadian bro- Yep. Yep. Uh, all right. Out of uh, Montreal. So keep that in mind, guys. Like, they are trying to propagandize us. They want to divide us as a country mm-hmm. so that when they come back down from the north, we don't even see it coming because we're too busy fighting no. each other. Right. And this is uh, this article is written by uh, Cassandra Yanez Layton. Okay. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, yeah. It's probably about as good I mean, as I could. That, I was going to say that's clearly how I pronounce it. I don't yeah, that, know. If that's that's what, the I, I don't. I don't know how it. you. I don't know how you pronounce it, but I definitely know that that's incorrect. That's kind. Of, I yeah, haven't like, even read it, but it sounds wrong. It's and not fine. Right. <laughs> What's well, a hyph- It's a hyphenated last name. Oh, so it's not even real. Yeah. What? Well, it doesn't even fucking What's matter. What's not real about the the, the, the last the last name? So I have a fucking like the hyphenated last name. Just pick the easier one, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I'm just gonna fucking hear it, right? Well, I don't know. Um, I, yeah, I guess CBC News is a pretty big concern. It's not like the you know local, the what what was the, from the, what was the last Shropshire. The story from Shropshire Shropshire Star? That was Shropshire the name of the star. Yeah. I'll bet we could get I'll bet we could get a, a Shropshire Star uh correspondent on the podcast at some point. I bet if, if the if the Shropshire UFO flap continues, I'll invite the reporter onto the show. I, I don't think it would be that hard. I I know I, I don't think it'd be hard at all. I think I'd just need to email them, but I think I'd want <clears throat> there to be more Shropshire UFOs. Uh, right. If right. there's no more Shropshire UFOs, I don't want to talk about right, if there's like, no reason. Right. I don't want to talk about the importance of local journalism in the UK. Well, Maybe we should. I, we could... Jason, how would you describe the importance of local journalism in the UK? Or do you want to go on with this story? Well, I guess um, I guess I'd want to know more about that old windmill in town, but otherwise. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Um, I, what, what's the new scoops on the 17th century windmill? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, the headline here, uh, Turkey that terrorized Quebec town taken down by slingshot wielding resident. Oh, uh, so we've taught this, this I think comes to a few topics that we've talked about, right? This, exactly. And you know, this is what I was thinking, like how, how shitty it is that we struggle sometimes to find like Bigfoot stories or like other, you know, interesting, like cryptid paranormal stuff. But here within the span of, what a month we have two like slingshot avian yeah. <laughs> murders. Yeah, we, we, we talked about this a few episodes ago there was a story <laughs> like, in the uk we were very confused because it said they had catapults but yes, we did eventually the, determine these were the famous yes the famous case of the uh uh what swans murdered by a catapult the catapult swan murder executions swan murders yes i'm gonna say extrajudicial killings of of swans via catapult no Uh, actually no uh that that actually applies here oh okay this is the definition of an extrajudicial killing this is vigilantism this is just total vigilante justice very interesting um totally unsanctioned 
Um, can I be? Can I make a bold claim before you continue the story? Uh, you please. know, we don't talk about politics on the show, right? We we've made an executive right. decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. First stories in the UK uh-huh. that, that we heard about this: the uh, mm-hmm. the swans via catapult. The stories in Canada. They don't mm. have guns. Do you hear about mm-hmm. bird slingshot murders here? No, you don't. I will keep my AR-15. Thank you very much. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, apparently in the town of... Uh, I'm going to pronounce this... Uh, oh. All right. So it's... All right. Let's go. Okay. It, it's not... Okay, the problem is that uh, I'm from Southern Ohio, right? In Kentucky, the state, the borders, immediately borders Ohio, there's a major city that is pronounced Louisville that's sort of slurred together, but it's named after the French monarch. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) If you're not from there, you call it Louisville, but if you know people from there, they're all going to say Louisville, right? Right. And so this is the same thing, but in Quebec, and there's an E. So it's pronounced, or excuse me, it's spelled uh, L-O-U-I-S-E-V-I-L-L-E. Louisville? Louis? Uh, I think that would be Louise. Louis. Louisville. Louisville. Louisville, uh, Quebec. I think that's it. Yeah, I think we nailed it together. I took 11th yeah. grade French. <laughs> um a wild turkey that was roaming the streets of uh, Louisville, uh, Quebec, and chasing residents was slain Thursday morning by a resident armed with a slingshot, according to Mayor Yvonne uh, Deshaies. All right. Was the re- All right. So, first off, I'm going to say that not that much goes on in this town because the, the mayor. Town- yeah. Had to give a press conference when a local resident shot a turkey with a slingshot. Uh the uh the town of uh Nuez Ville, uh it's about five thousand people. The mayor uh actually the day before the uh the killing on Thursday had issued a call to arms. Uh when asking for someone with a good shot to come and take out this turkey. Uh, the turkey, again, her quote, uh, she's quoted as saying, when it's attacking citizens or children or a person in a wheelchair, it doesn't matter. That's not normal. Said Deshaies, I defend my citizens. All right. First off, that is extremely normal behavior for a wild turkey. What? Wild turkey attacking some somebody. Wild turkeys, if they're in an area with a bunch of people, like they're they're aggressive. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I mean, have you have you ever seen a wild turkey? Oh. 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 Be sure to leave that in. Oh. Have you seen a wild turkey? Uh, yeah, they weren't particularly aggressive but the the, like, you don't that, want to get close <laughs> the ones that i've spent time with well i guess that's true right like they're but, you, but they usually you have a reason the, uh, like why I would think you get my, close i just think it's the conventional wisdom with them is like let them be over there you be over there but if you're like if you're if it's sure. like if a wild turkey is like stuck in the civilian area and just like walking around 
And oh, like, right. it's, like it's I, honest, that's my front if door. I, if I released yeah. a wild turkey on Main Street and opened, like, here, it would attack people, right? Yes. You know, like, j- just by being mm-hmm. a wild turkey. So, mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying, like, I understand that if a wild turkey is in town, you might not have, like, the time or resources to do a catch and release. But, like... Right. Don't say it's not normal, you know? Because it seems like it's just in an area where it's, like, getting to people's front doors. And you probably should have animal control. Well, yes. It, the article goes on to say that uh, Mayor uh, Deshaies, uh did contact uh, Quebec's Environment and Wildlife Ministry. Never heard back. Uh, it is, uh, it's illegal to kill turkeys outside of, you know, they have a turkey hunting season in Quebec, similar, I guess, to how we do hmm. here in the States. Um, but uh, the mayor, oh, excuse me, it's a he. Apologies. Uh, mayor uh, Deshaies. Desha- we, we, Desha- we, we support uh, a boy mayor it? on this podcast. Yeah. You Sorry, know, can you repeat the name? To, uh, I'll probably say it differently this time. Um, uh, Deshaies? Deshaies? Yeah. Deshaies. D-E-S-H-A-I-E-S. Deshaies. Deshaies. Yeah. Um, No, to to all of our uh, listeners who happen to identify as male, if you work really hard and try and follow your dreams, maybe someday you could be a mayor. And then you Just, yourself can extrajudicially order the killing of any fucking turkey <laughs> you yes. want. Uh, you don't even has need no re- a reason. Mayor has no regrets. Uh, even the uh, provincial police, and here I'm really going to trip over uh, the French pronunciation, the Serre du Quebec. All right. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I love how their, pres- their police are called the Sari in Canada. It's what S U R E T T E, uh, but they're like the schwa is over the U and an E. So, Sure, Sure, Sule, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think they were. I don't know how much we would need to stumble over French words today. I'm gonna say that we can, yeah, you know, I'm gonna say the the Sule de Quebec, uh, sure. Omelette du fromage, uh, whatever we want to call them. Sure. It's our fucking um, show. When they have their own podcast, I'm right, not going to listen to it because it's right. going to be in fucking French. But when when it's my show, yeah. ban us from Quebec. And, okay, so if I am if I happen to be listening to a podcast that's based out of uh, uh, Montreal, and they are mispronouncing Denver, you know, D- Denver or whatever. Yeah, they probably say it in a stupid fucking I don't fucking think I way. would... I don't. I don't think I would take it personally. I don't think I would get. Yeah, I don't think I would fucking play. I don't think would I would. Like, oh, I don't this. think I would be the fucking co-host and editor of this show, looking in the mirror and saying, "You're a piece of shit. You can't even say fucking French word right on your goddamn podcast." Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Continue. Um. Yeah. Uh, so the turkey had been. Um, uh. Yeah. Been uh, hanging around. Chased around citizens, was aggressive. On a Wednesday, mayor says, hey, won't someone rid me of this meddlesome turkey? Uh, Thursday, someone took care of the turkey with a slingshot. Man. Uh, 
it's important to note here. Um, specific weapons allowed uh, for hunting, legal hunting in uh, Quebec. Uh, a slingshot is not one of them. Hmm. But a crossbow, uh, crossbow's fine. Hold on. That seems worse. I guess, I guess that the argument is that it's... A, I guess the argument is you're gonna, like, not just, like, bludgeon a bird to death with a bunch of pebbles. Right. If you're shitty at it. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, uh... The provinces, um, whatever, however I describe their wildlife... <laughs> their... The... What did I say? Wild animal... Natural research... Yeah. Uh, Environment and Wildlife Ministry, excuse me. Uh, they've opened an investigation, you know, to see if any charges would, would uh, if they're going to uh, apply any charges. Again, mayor was fine with it. Province police were fine with it. Uh, turkey was killed with the slingshot. Uh, dude uh, took the turkey home and is going to eat it and gave the claws to the mayor, I guess, as a kind of a trophy. I... First off, I thought you weren't supposed to eat wild turkey, but that's fine. Uh, Don't you drink it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jason. Uh, man, once again, I am so thrilled oh, to announce that whew. recurring podcast guest Brian <laughs> Regan is here <laughs> once again. Thank you so much, sir. Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh it's very funny that they're opening into an investigation because it's real it's killing a turkey out of season that's like what like a 200 dollars fine probably right like i would assume so like i the, don't the invoicing hours on this investigation i guess probably not because the guy just like the whole thing's on camera or whatever but like i just i don't know yeah no, it seems I, I guess a little. Here, here's the question: Is th- this turkey is being accused of terrorizing the town, right? Yes. Uh-huh. And another thing right. that Jason, you've kind of your theory, you know, you call me the mm-hmm. crackpot with my uh, interdimensional uh-huh. talk. You call me a, a fraud. Mm-hmm. You call me a crank. You call me a lunatic. A lunatic. You call yeah. me a scourge uh-huh. of the group chat. You mm-hmm. call me. Yeah. A, you call me a fucking mm-hmm. stop forcing me to do this show. Uh, uh-huh. Sometimes, sometimes dipshit. Yeah. Call uh, dipshit. Yeah. yeah. Call me a dipshit a few times, uh, oh. but you you know you have your own little theory about an animal revolution happening, and I'm wondering. Uh-huh. You said that this was terrorizing the town. Yes. Of uh, do what, we mean? T- what did I say? Louis Louis Louisville. Uh, yes. Yeah, I think so. Uh, go Bears. Uh, uh-huh. The uh, do you think this might have been maybe politically motivated? Like, maybe, like it was an assassination. Like it was that, part the, of this broader sleeper cell. Because the definition oh, of the, terrorism... The turkey? Okay. Yeah. Because the definition of terrorism, right, is like, you know, violence, violence or extreme shock events committed to stir a reaction for usually a political or some sort of purpose. Right. And like robbing a bank think, isn't terrorism, you know. No, no. And to be fair, given the uh, what the article describes, I don't think the turkey was engaged in terrorism. I think some people weren't thrilled that a 
wild turkey was like charging at them or you know flapping in their face but to my knowledge the turkey didn't didn't harm anyone were, were the, not even a pack not even there's no injuries reported nothing no uh the mayor um whose name i will not pronounce again uh said that yeah something about i'm not going to wait for that turkey to scratch a child uh, well, before know- authorizing the killing so it seems like this is like a pre-crime man this is fucking this is what- actually fucking insane and you know what the big thing is it's like what I'm thinking, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 you, you go. What I'm thinking is that the wild turkey was kind of a, like, community organizer. That's what I was thinking like, like as well. Like a rabble rouser. We were on the same page. Right. And this was a deliberate Yeah, maybe getting a bit too, a bit out of his range. Maybe he's saying, you know, uh. You know what? Right. You know turkeys, but but look what they do on Canadian Thanksgiving. I don't know if you the Canadians eat turkey on Canadian Thanksgiving. What do you what Canadians? You eat turkey on your Thanksgiving? Underworld News Tonight at gmail.com. They have Canadian Thanksgiving. Okay, and they call it Canadian Thanksgiving. I think they that just call it Thanksgiving. Shitty. We don't call ours U.S. Thanksgiving. Uh, well, I mean, it's, well, well, because we we have the best one. Uh, um, yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, my assumption is the turkey was out there uh, radicalizing. I guess what local. Local birds, local whole, animals, right? Yeah, but maybe specifically birds, birds, I don't know. Yeah. flightless birds. And... Even you know, maybe if it was just the flightless birds, because then you're also getting some of the. Well, I guess geese can fly, but well, turkeys fly. Like they, no, they, they don't. don't. Yeah, they do. Not like really. Well, they can like get up in trees and stuff. They don't fly. They, like... Wait, can a chicken get in a tree? Yeah. All right. I wouldn't say it like that's like, but that's like they don't propel- like glide through the air majestically, but they right. can fly. They can for like very short distances upwards. They can jump well. They, they can, can fly. Al- I'll say they can fly a lot better than I can. All right, I'm going to say that turkeys can double jump. That's actually. I I don't know if that if. I I like that. I don't know if that's technically true, but man, I would love if that was something an animal could do. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All I'm saying with this, because I think we are on the same page, right? You know, we've got a turkey organizing the birds, you know, getting uh-huh. out of its range. And, you know, Mayor uh, uh, was named John Luke Picard or whatever the fuck. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Jimmy S. Cargo here thinks, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to take out this turkey before it gets a chance. But you know what? You can kill a turkey, but you can't kill an idea or a symbol. Right. Gobble, gobble, bitch. Yeah. yeah. You know, maybe someday, uh, someday in the future, your kids are going to, or grandkids are going to get a day off school because of this brave turkey. Exactly. And then, uh, and then one day your kid, your kid is hungover and decides <laughs> your, your kid we'll call is, it wild turkey day. <laughs> your kid will be taking a brave stance by not mm-hmm. going to work and getting brunch on that day. Right. Man. Uh, yeah. Well, rest That's in peace. Keep an eye on. Yeah. Rest in peace to uh, the, the the slain turkey martyr. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let rest in peace to our audience because I think they must have died from laughter in this incredible episode uh, yeah. with just the A-plus content that we put out week after week after week. Mm-hmm. You know how you guys yeah. can help us make the work. more? 
Hmm. Uh, number one, rate and follow this show wherever you get your shows. And I, I think you should rate it five stars, but you know, maybe you disagree. Maybe you think you shouldn't. Well, give it right. the lower rating if you think that. Give mm-hmm. it the higher rating if you want to be correct. Either way, mm-hmm. we appreciate you, but it is proportionate to the number of stars in the rating. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, bigger the better that's, here. Yeah, uh, that's what just my mom always tells me that. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, she and, and you turned out perfectly well. Yeah, totally well adjusted. You know what else you guys could do? You could answer the Spotify question that I gave earlier. That is, what Mm -hmm. advice are you going to ask the devil for if you summon him in the middle of the gym? Just like that Mm -hmm. guy did on Reddit. We want to know because we gave, we answered his, we answered, uh, you know, his question. Now we want you to answer ours. Yeah. And we answered his question with a plum too. You could also vote on your favorite story in the poll. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. And you could follow us wherever you get your social media. Underworld News Tonight Mm -hmm. on Facebook. Underworld News Tonight on Instagram, all one word. Mm-hmm. Underworld News Tonight on TikTok, all one word. Mm-hmm. Underworld News Tonight on YouTube. Uh, I think you just search us there and you'll find us, but it's episodes of this podcast and the same clips yeah. we post on Instagram, TikTok. Uh, mm-hmm. And we're not on Twitter, so you can't find us there yet. Uh, well, it's X. Or, or it's X now. You can't, you can't find us on or X. whatever. Yeah, yeah uh, or Twitter or fucking, mm-hmm. you know. Any Threads. of those, uh, you know, yeah. Uh, well, uh, I, we have a Threads account. That I Do we? have used four times. Ah, well. So you, you know, you can follow us on Threads, but I don't know if you're going to see anything. You know, we we right. have shit to do. You know, but, but but we do post the clips and some pictures and some other stuff on the other platforms. So follow those. Uh, right. Yeah. And you know what else? Who else you can follow on Instagram is uh Jason. You have an Instagram, right? Yeah, uh, Jason V Strong, and you have an Instagram. Yep. Uh, I'm Andrew Michaels 95 on Instagram, my Instagram. You're going to find clips of my stand up, little pictures of from my life with little jokes. I try to do those a couple mm-hmm. times a week. See my comedy outfits. I always post my comedy outfit before I do a mm-hmm. mic now. And then, uh, yeah, sometimes see like pictures of my food or my dog or whatever. Uh, and then Jason's yeah. is art that he Hopefully actually those draws are two different real things. <laughs> <laughs> This is the darkest material that you have ever done yet, Mr. Regan. Yes. Mr. Regan, I just don't know. (laughs) I am. I just don't know if PBS Kids is going to be okay with this one. (laughs) That's unfair to Brian Regan. I I do. I do. I I feel like I make too many Brian Regan jokes that that like reflect that make me sound like I I don't don't really. Yeah. (laughs) I'll have to watch him. I, I don't. (laughs) <laughs> I know who he is and I've seen him, but it's been a long time. So. <laughs> anyway. Uh, All right. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, thanks. Uh, yeah. A lot of fun. Uh, th- th- yeah. We had uh, a lot of fun. Thanks for uh, spending time with us. And... Speaking of which, you know, I know you guys are probably pretty hmm. upset because the show's over and you got to wait another probably seven days because you listen to this right away. Like the greedy little piggies you fucks are. Oink, oink, oink. Uh, wow. Oh, my God. But uh, <laughs> don't worry, you guys. You'll get your fucking slop because it comes every week because it's all phantom time. But right now, so you're kind of listening forever. If you think about it. Yeah, I just don't think about it. (laughs) 